0: Hello and welcome back to That's Another Cougar Podcast, a show dedicated to discussing all things Washington State football. I'm Adam Lewis.
1: And I'm Sarah Lewis. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode one. We've got a great episode for you today and we can't wait to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be great because uh, it was a great game yesterday. Colorado State came into Pullman uh, Looking to once again beat WSU after taking us down in the 2013 New Mexico Bowl, which I think only a select few uh, WSU fans still remember because <laughs> they drank themselves into oblivion <laughs> after we blew a 17-point lead in the last. Um, uh, I don't Ooh, know. Was the, it the team drank the, themselves? Uh, the Atlanta. team and the fans and anyone who can remember that game. So it was nice to come away with a convincing 38 to seven victory in Pullman. Uh, over the Rams, who uh, looked looked like a depleted team trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, play offense and defense under a new a new head coach and Jay Norvell. Um, w S U kind of came out. The offense, after looking pretty pedestrian for two weeks, dominated the first two quarters. Uh, the defense was once again. Pretty dominant. Dayon De- Henley, our, our middle linebacker, looks like kind of a star in the making. So, um, a lot of good things to take away from from the game. It was a, it could have been an easy letdown with Oregon coming up this week, but uh, yeah, there was there was really no issues. The game was never in doubt, and we covered seventeen points. So, what more could you want, Sarah?
1: Not a lot, honestly. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a better second half. It just sort of seemed like they lost steam. But, I mean, how can you really complain too much when you're 38-7? to seven?
0: Yeah, the return of the third quarter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. third quarter. Uh, WSU has a long history of coming out flat in the third quarter and letting teams that they are better than back into the game. It happened all the time uh, in the Mike Leach era, and it was super frustrating. Uh, and, yeah, we did see that. The offense came out in the third quarter – uh, drove the ball right down the field once again. It looked like they were about to, you know, tack on another touchdown. They had to settle for a field goal. And then they were, honestly, they were pretty bad for the rest of the second half. Like it, it seemed like Colorado State figured a few things out with their defensive line. And yeah. Ward made a pretty poor throw on uh, on a third down and long, forced it into coverage. And that led to Colorado State's only touchdown. But for the most part, I thought Ward looked so much better uh, than he did against idaho, and yeah. he he did force it a few times against Wisconsin too, like his first few drives I was like okay that 's why we you know gave him seventy thousand dollars and a pickup truck or whatever we we <laughs> enticed him to Pullman for, and uh even with the struggles in the second half. We were able to close out the game with like a long touchdown run. So yeah, that's true. What do you think, of Ward? You've been, you've, looked- been a, you've been you've been quite the armchair quarterback sometimes watching watching Ward play. So I want to <laughs> get your thoughts.
1: <laughs> um, I'm I wouldn't say an armchair quarterback. Um, I'm an armchair self-proclaimed sports critic. Um,
0: that's but, the same thing. But go on.
1: Right. Well, anyhow, that's enough lip from you. I thought Ward looked much more confident in this appearance. Definitely, like he seemed he seemed more sure of his plays not as it, not that he like didn't seem horribly sure in the first two appearances of the season but i think there was a little bit more like trepidation perhaps on his face in the first two appearances and in this one he just he just made decisions like quickly and most of which landed pretty well there were a couple of times when i thought like ooh god why did you do that like i think there was a point where he threw the ball to the lineman that he wasn't yes, supposed to throw yes. it to as he was like getting sacked And I just remember thinking, like, what if Colorado State had caught that ball that you tossed up?
0: Right. In that situation, you definitely do not want to throw it to your lineman, A, because they are ineligible, and B, because if they do catch the ball, as we saw against uh, Wisconsin when a defensive lineman caught the ball, there's a pretty good chance they could fumble. So really a no-win situation there. I can't remember who he threw it to. I can't remember who caught it. But uh, the guy didn't fumble, fumble, so it was no harm, no foul. Um, not something you'd want to do against Oregon or another Pac-12 team.
1: Just not, yeah. Just something that you want to, like, remember not to make those, like, little mistakes. But yeah. overall,
0: you can, like, see how good he could be. Like, he's strong. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He has a good arm. Yeah. He makes pretty good decisions most of the time. And he's still learning the offense. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, it,
1: it is an air, air raid heavy offense. It which, is
0: called that the grade. The
1: raid. Yes.
0: Air you... raid with tight ends, which is like a receiver. Slash lineman who blocks and also catches passes. So
1: Colorado State passed the ball a lot. They did. As well. They did.
0: I felt bad. I actually felt bad for their quarterback.
1: He did. Because Millen he was, made some really good plays. He,
0: yes. So he's a local kid from Mount Si High School. Mm-hmm. His dad went to the University of Washington, Hugh Millen. And legacy. Yeah, definitely a, a huge Husky fan. He's on the radio.
1: So that must have been horrible for him to get crushed. Yeah, he does not like the he
0: does not (laughs) Hugh does not like the Cougs because he grew up like a diehard, and he played quarterback for the Huskies in the eighties and was was good then. And
1: must have not been a great father son chat after the game. (laughs) No, no, I'm sure I'm sure it was
0: fine because Hugh was or Kale, I should say. I thought he hung in there pretty well. I mean, he was getting just thrown around like a rag doll. Yeah, by Henley and WSU's defensive line, which yeah, I think they had seven sacks.
1: They had quite a few sacks. A bunch
0: of tackles for loss. Totally dominated the line of scrimmage for most of the game, and uh, yeah, he he hung in there pretty well. And I was surprised he finished the game, to be honest. So <laughs> kudos to him. And I hope Colorado State, you know, continues to improve because we have uh, Steve Cohen. Shout out, my old editor and, and good friend is a is a diehard Ram. He cares more about the Rams than anybody I've ever met (laughs) so (laughs) i always i always root for them when they are not uh playing wsu but when
1: they are playing wsu yeah yeah of course we want (laughs) to crush them
0: and we did so moving on (laughs) let's talk about
1: Hey, Something I wasn't quite ready to move you don't
0: on. want to move on. I don't what think do you so. have? What else?
1: I did think that shout, one shout out to Millen. He did throw a really good pass when I think it was WSU. The, the defensive line had blitzed mm-hmm. and it did not go their way, and he got the opportunity to throw that, the was pass, that was their one touchdown. That was their one touchdown, and he got
0: hit hard on that. He did. Yeah, he it, did, and and hung in there. I think he threw for over two hundred yards, had a touchdown, a couple. He had a turnover, or I don't know if he had any turnovers, but I, you know, he he did the best he could. Under the circumstances Absolutely. in which his team was totally... But he showed, was like, totally, fortitude,
1: yeah. which is great. And, war and like, the, the whole WSU team, though, like, to take it back Ooh. to WSU, the whole point of this podcast, showed a lot of fortitude as well, except for that, like, second half. I feel like they knew or maybe felt that they were going to win, and so they didn't, like, have their feet on the pedal, like, full yeah. throttle.
0: I think that's, like, human nature, right, when you're yeah. just totally dominating a team. And I think I could tell on the broadcast that it it looked at least like they were subbing in a lot of guys on offense mm-hmm. to try to get them more time because mm-hmm. they knew the opponent was inferior.
1: Was Cannon Katzer a sub in?
0: Yes, he's the third string running back.
1: Well, what a That's... moment for him! That
0: was number cool. two. That was honestly maybe the highlight of the game was getting to see him score a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, given he... that he lost his mom in an ATV accident a few years ago, and oh. I think he had to drop out of school for a little while, and has since come back. And you know, I think he's maybe a redshirt freshman or sophomore and um, not going to probably play a huge role on this year's team, but I mean. Maybe. I mean, he
1: he ran the ball for a first down. Yeah. Then he He ran it again to a a touchdown. Yeah.
0: He had had five or six carries that were all, you know, he kind of looked like a little Max (laughs) Borgie, like a miniature Max Borgie, which is hard to say miniature. By the way, I'm only laughing
1: not against Borgie. I'm laughing because every time that Borgie was like, on a game, Adam would just scream, "Give it to Borgie!" <laughs>
0: yes, because we did not utilize him enough throughout <laughs> his career here, uh, at least in the running game. Bleach would throw it to him like ten t- times a game, but yeah, it was very frustrating to watch us uh, totally waste his talent uh, when we were struggling well,
1: and, until the Apple op-
0: until the Apple Cup
1: last he's, year. He's he's in the NFL now, right? Uh, I think
0: I can't remember. He might be he on. Got he got drafted. No, he no. didn't. He didn't get drafted.
1: I could have sworn he did He, he got. He signed. He
0: signed with a team, and then I think he's been cut a few times, bouncing around practice squads. Um, yeah, miss him. He was a great coo.
1: Yeah. Final thing about Cannon Katzer, and this is just a moment of pride for me. I uh, tagged him in a post on our Instagram story, and he liked it.
0: Okay. There you go. <laughs> so we have a cannon. Great name too. I know. To like the ten out of ten strikes again. The cannon. <laughs> Shot out of a cannon. Okay, <laughs> that's why I'm not a newspaper editor because that's a terrible headline. But um, <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about the AP top. Yes. So right this game. had me really annoyed this morning. It had me annoyed last week when we weren't top 25 after going on the road and beating Wisconsin. Right. It was the number I think nine? Eight, 18th at the time.
1: 19.
0: 18 or ni- yeah, 18th yeah. or 19th, whatever doesn't matter. They were top 20. It okay. sent us to two and zero. Um, and we started receiving votes in the Associated Press Top 25, but did not, you know, crack it. And, you know, you figured this week with a convincing win over Colorado State, we would move up a little bit. And we didn't really move up at all.
1: No, it was like plus two.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, like maybe we went from like 32nd to 30th. Yeah. While the Huskies, who were also 3-0 and and have been very impressive so far, they beat Michigan State, who— in my opinion was very overrated going into the game and the season. Uh, they beat them convincingly at home uh, to go to 3 and 0 and that, you know, their ranking shot up to 18th. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just to me it's another example of like how brand recognition and uh just it, it it's upsetting because WSU year in and year out has the opportunity to like get ranked at an earlier stage. And they're always playing from behind. They always have to do more than other teams. It seems to like, just get the normal amount of recognition that you would want to get for your team. And it's not like the biggest deal in the grand scheme of things, but it's just something that annoys me. And it's probably because, you know, WSU fans like myself have a little bit of little brother syndrome at times because we're the smaller, you know, state school, but, you know, just, just rank us in the top 25. Yeah. We deserve it. The Cougs, here's a stat of the year for you. The Cougs are the first power five team in the last 20 years to start with three wins and zero losses and have a true road top 20 win and remain unranked.
1: That's interesting.
0: From And that's from Matt Chazenow, WSU's uh, play-by-play guy. He he tweeted that this morning. I was like, "Yep, that makes sense." So, Do you think that's
1: just because people, when the AP voters cast their votes, they just don't remember WSU?
0: <laughs> well, WSU's it's game, just not top
1: of mind for them. Well,
0: their game yesterday was on the Pac-12 Network, which nobody has, which is like a big reason that like USC and UCLA have chosen to leave the that's conference. Well, we have
1: had to continuously sign yes. up with Comcast.
0: Yes. And like, for instance, my dad, who's, you know, a longtime WSU fan, season ticket holder, does not live in the boonies, lives in Bellingham, but cannot get Pac-12 network unless he signs into our Comcast login. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So we're constantly sending him codes just so he can watch. And like, he's very dedicated. If you're not that dedicated of a fan, like you're not going to be, you know. You're not going to
1: go out of your way to no, you're not gonna go get to your da- daughter-in-law's code. No, you're not going to
0: call your daughter-in-law four or five times. Every hey, Saturday, did code, yeah? hey, did you get the cup? Did you get the cup? <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm sending. <laughs> hey, I'm sending you the cup. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, and after I go on this rant, we'll probably lose to Oregon, and it'll all be moot. Hey,
1: don't you dare! But, like say I, that. I
0: fully realize not that that can happen. I th- honestly, I think we could beat Oregon, but
1: we could beat them. We could and lose. We so be... Let's not get ahead of ourselves here.
0: We will be ranked in the top twenty-five if we beat Oregon. Yeah, they're ranked. What in the top or what are they, 15th? So, uh, just need to I take mean, a deep breath and not, not let it annoy me because you can't control it, but it does annoy me.
1: One more thing about Michigan State is their coach, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Mel He's, Tucker.
1: Yeah. Isn't he like, He's a there's scumbag. some controversy. He's a scumbag. Let's talk more about that. What did he do?
0: <laughs> he was at Colorado uh, maybe four or five years ago. And he, you know, went off, he, would just always say how much he loved boulder was going to stay there it was the greatest greatest place you can win there everything's great love my job love my players and uh love we're gonna build
1: colorado
0: yeah he, he
1: did <laughs> and and then he disappeared
0: basically after one season he was like see yeah i'm going to michigan state like a they true <laughs> yeah (laughs) this is
1: where my passion which is reality tv to be honest uh, comes in to shine (laughs) but yeah okay well that's upsetting so the so the huskies they go in they beat kent state portland state who sucks and
0: yeah they're not very good
1: a very unconvincing michigan state who are coached by mel tucker mel tucker who signed
0: a 100 he's getting a hundred million dollars
1: who is a coaching fraud
0: (laughs) (laughs) He is a fraud he is a fraud (laughs) he will he will be fired before the end of his 10-year contract oh wow you think so i I think so yes okay because he didn't win anything at colorado he has no track record i've never seen anybody more undeserving get 100 million dollars because they had one good year is he like the jerry depoto (laughs) depoto is much more competent than
1: (laughs) that's saying that's high praise from adam
0: yeah He had one good year in which he got a bunch of guys out of the transfer portal, and they won, I think, 10 or 11 games last year. And good for them. You know, I like Michigan State as a as a program, as a fan base. Um, I think they will be ultimately disappointed with the Mel Tucker era when it's all said and done, um, especially given how much they're paying
1: him. Well, we will not be disappointed with the – dicker era it seems because we are three and oh
0: yes it's been off to been off to a great start um once again he says all the right things we've managed every game coach pretty taylor, well believe. yes yes he
1: did use he's used believe like three times yeah he has every some, he has some
0: coach taylor qualities but to i just him. told
1: this team to believe and take it one game at a time mm-hmm. and i'm like i will pledge my allegiance <laughs> to you forever he definitely <laughs>
0: strikes me as like somebody you would inherently want to do well for and right. work hard for. Yeah. Like because he comes across as very authentic and genuine and maybe anti-Mel Tucker if you <laughs> if you uh want to dive into it deeper. But um yeah, three and oh you know obviously he took over last year under ridiculously
1: difficult circumstances. difficult circumstances. A lot of controversy.
0: Yeah and you know the fact that he got the team that was so fractured to even finish the season for them is and play hard and play well and,
1: and let's not forget beat you dub
0: crush the huskies who had their when own you
1: rushed the field <laughs> yes i did
0: drunkenly <laughs> rush the field from the uh from the end zone at husky stadium there
1: if we get to like a hundred listens in the next episode i will share that image
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> because God. it is a good one <laughs> no, the, i don't remember much of it so it doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good it was, that was a great day And so, yeah, very happy so far with Dickert. I think this week um, is going to be a really difficult test against a very good Oregon team. Yeah. They they just upset BYU. They just upset BYU at home. The previous week, you know, they crushed Eastern Washington, who's an FCS team, but very, very, you know, usually a very good FCS team. Like, it's not a foregone conclusion that you're just going to go run over them, and they did. Yeah. um 70 to 14 and you know i, I think they're they kind of got their feet back under them after uh, what happened in their first game which is they played the defending national champion georgia who looks like they're going to win the national championship again unless something crazy happens and uh, just got their you know butt kicked on national television in atlanta so yeah they're they're an interesting team because they have a transfer quarterback from the SEC in Auburn, in in Nix. And mm-hmm. he, some games, looks amazing, and some games has looked really, really bad. Like, he basically got run out of town. From in, Auburn. From Auburn, yeah, because they were, like, tired of his inconsistency. Yeah. and But, but last, this last this week, is gonna he was It's going to be, like,
1: good. interesting to see him perform in the season.
0: Yeah, and he – so he played terrible in the first game against Georgia, but I don't know if any quarterback really has played well against Georgia recently. Right. Maybe C.J. Stroud, the Alabama quarterback in the national title game. But, yeah, he looked really rough in the first week, and then his past two games have been uh, very, very good. And so it'll be interesting to see – But I mean
1: he played a – they played a horrible team.
0: Right? Yeah, Eastern Portland
1: State
0: or... They played Eastern. 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 Who's
1: not... Sorry, UW played Portland State.
0: Yes, Oregon, Oregon played Eastern. Yeah. But...
1: It's a lot of stats to remember. Guys. It is a lot of stats to remember,
0: especially as like a first time. Like, this is your first year really paying attention to like not just WSU, but like the full Pac-12. Right. And so...
1: Because, I mean, I'm forced to pay attention to WSU. Yes, that yes. was clear from the moment I met. Adam. Yes, but now you're
0: like watching the other games with me. And it's yeah. been two very couch heavy Saturdays, which I'm totally okay with. Um, but yeah. So,
1: Bo Nix. Interesting. But In- he did have two passing touchdowns. Yes. And he, three rushing touchdowns. He rushed for three touchdowns. Yep. So he
0: had five personally. touchdowns against BYU. And they really, it wasn't and really. And 222
1: a game. yards, I think is what we yeah, discovered. Yeah, passing.
0: Passing wow. and yeah, thirty-five rushing yards, three touchdowns, and it was never really a game. It was similar to the Husky game where, but I or- mean, Oregon shot out to a big lead and just kind of ran away with it against BYU, who's good. BYU yeah. is good.
1: Well, that's interesting though because Cam Ward he had four touchdowns and yes,
0: you know, all passing,
1: all passing. Yeah,
0: yeah, and Ward is not he will run like he's mobile, but like they're not going to design a bunch of runs for him, right? Like Bo Nix, like he is part quarterback, part running back. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of unique. And it will pose a difficult test for WSU, I think.
1: But Ward is really good. One really nice thing about Ward, a little shout-out for him, is he is really good at getting out of the pocket when he's under pressure.
0: Yes. I would say that it would almost behoove him to hang in there a little more.
1: Yeah. He does seem to run out
0: yes he he's very, very good he, he's very at good times. at escaping pressure yeah and wsu's o-line it's still a work in progress so i like understand the need but uh to you know try to get to safety but there are a few times where i thought he bails the pocket a little early and uh you know that can it can work sometimes but other times it's good to stay within the design play if you can And make the pass and just take a hit, like Luke Falk used to. Right, that's exactly who I was
1: thinking of. But better a quarterback that doesn't have fear, right? Yeah, is fearless, gets out there and goes for it, than a quarterback who just stands there. Correct, like Luke Falk.
0: Luke would hang in there (laughs) until I will not speak an ill word of of Luke.
1: Nice, nice guy. Because
0: he took us from an era of just being awful in football to you know winning eight or nine games every year and.
1: I'm just bitter because I had to go to games with you in Pullman, driving five, six hours from Seattle. And then I have to, like, see them lose. No one wants to go see a game where the team you're rooting for loses. And then deal with a diehard Coug in my then-boyfriend, now-husband, being just livid
0: (laughs) at the loss. Yeah, there was a couple of So maybe there's some little
1: bitterness for me with Luke.
0: But he won way more than he lost overall. And... He just didn't know how to fall. He did not. Every time he fell, it just, instead of putting his hand down, he, he appeared did. to lead with his head. Yes. <laughs> and smash it off the turf as hard as
1: I'm pretty sure that's could. how Jason Street.
0: No, Jason Street made a tackle.
1: That's right. But with but his he wasn't, head.
0: Yes, with his head. Yes. You don't lead with your head. Even my <laughs> one year of seventh grade football, you know not to lead with your head. Or you at least get your helmet up. Fair enough. If you're, you know, if it makes contact with your helmet, that can happen. But you don't want to spear someone head down because it's enough. dangerous. You can you can get hurt.
1: Yeah. Well, so this does look like it's going to be a really good matchup. We've got two pretty well matched quarterbacks. We would argue Ward has been more consistent than Nick's. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think it's pretty three no zero,
1: and then two and one for Oregon.
0: Oregon is two and one. Yeah. Yes.
1: Do we think though? The rumor: Do we think College Game Day is coming to Pullman?
0: Next uh, let me check Twitter right now to see if. There's I mean, been we an think update. they
1: should. Obviously,
0: this will be releasing
1: because you know if they go to Pullman, great place. They're gonna have some lovely hospitality. They're gonna get a great show with Oregon and WSU. We will have to eat our words if it doesn't go that way, <laughs> but we're expecting it to be a good matchup.
0: They're going to Knoxville.
1: They're going to Knoxville,
0: Knoxville, Tennessee. Well,
1: that's a bummer. We just found this out in real time, guys. Yeah,
0: that's no fun. Tennessee. I mean, they're having a good season, but whatever. Pullman would have been more fun for Tennessee. Florida. What a BS matchup. Who gives a shit? I guess honestly, most of the South. So
1: well, mm.
0: good for them. College Game Day should come back to Pullman though at one point or another because
1: they'll come back when we beat Oregon.
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. Not this year. Because we have Cal the following week. They won't come back for that. Utah would be a good – that would be a potential one they could come for, except it's a Thursday night game, and it's a Saturday show, Mm. so they would not come for that. That would be tough, yeah. They could come for the Apple Cup. That would be very cold, though. That
1: would be interesting. Lee Corso,
0: the older gentleman who's their analyst and has been doing it forever, would – Would be quite chilly for him. I don't know if they want to put Lee out in those conditions at this age.
1: Protect Lee. (laughs) Yeah, protect Lee. I love Lee.
0: He's the best. He puts on the mascot heads. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone cheers. Yeah. And. uh, I
1: mean, that just he like tugs at my heartstrings because my like secret. Well, not so secret now. Dream is to like be a school mascot or a team mascot. Oh, wow. You know, every time we go to a Mariners game or WSU game and I see. I see the moose or i see mm-hmm. butch i'm like oh, dream job like just yeah. to pump everyone up like that
0: you would get a lot of hugs if I you get a were lot needed, of hugs. If you were in need of affection yeah uh, <laughs> the thing, but the i do worry because you overheat very easily <laughs> and i think you would have a panic i don't know attack within I saw... the first 30 <laughs> seconds of walking up and down the steps also if you're butch you have to do push-ups when we score a touchdown oh yeah, and I, I know okay. how you feel about exercise, <laughs> so I don't know if it's a great idea. Maybe try it out. <laughs>
1: well, if WSU will let me <laughs> try the butch Honorary on.
0: butch for a day.
1: I'm just going to show up to a game in a rented, like, cougar.
0: Yes, you should. A full cougar outfit. <laughs> yes. You could probably make it down onto the field. Ah. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't card you. They'd so? just be like, oh, that's and you're butch. like Oh, that's... Yeah.
1: Like, That's odd. They're here mm-hmm. because they're supposed to be. Yes. Little do they know.
0: <laughs> but, okay. okay we... What are our
1: predictions yes, for this for Oregon against WSU? Sorry okay, about I my dog.
0: Um, I, the betting line wow. hasn't come out yet, but I imagine Oregon will be favored by four or five points, which I think is fair given that you know they've beaten us last year – 2020, we didn't pl- – now they beat us in 2020 during the COVID year. They beat us in 2019, so.
1: But we are 3-0 for the first time since 2019. So we're going yes. hey, technically with a better record. Right. A more consistent quarterback. The
0: last time that A happened, defensive
1: though. line that does not relent.
0: Yes, we have a very good defensive and, line. like, at And all. linebackers.
1: And an, an offensive line that's improving.
0: I want to say my prediction is WSU 31 – Oregon twenty eight.
1: Hmm.
0: I think Janikowski Dean Janikowski is going to win it with a thirty eight yard field goal as time expires.
1: Fair enough. I don't know. I think it's going to be more like twenty four W S U mm-hmm. twenty one.
0: I could see Oregon. it. I could see it being I could see it being lower, a low scoring yeah. game. Just with the way W S U plays now, with a defensive, you know, kind of first head coach who puts a premium on, you know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I do not. On not making as many mistakes, on, you know, controlling the line of scrimmage, time of possession, all the stuff that, you know, older defensive-minded coaches usually pay attention to, like Pete Carroll. Right. So I think there's a good shot that uh, it could be low scoring, like you said. Yeah. Which is a big change for WSU, especially watching all those leech teams that were like, winning games 56 to 49.
1: And yeah. I mean, hey, we're going to be there. Yes, so we will be there. Whatever luck staying that brings. at the brings. hilltop. <laughs> Why are you giving
0: away where we're at Come staying? say hi. <laughs> Room 408. Just kidding. Such that's, a not, that's not that's not the room we're in. Well, don't we're go, gonna, don't gonna be go to in Bowman next week yeah. do not show up to the
1: room. But we'll be there and we'll be cheering on. We are predicting a win for WSU because what kind of Cougs will we be if we did not predict probably
0: realistic ones. A win? Yeah.
1: But we're gonna th- I'm gonna, we're gonna say it's a low scoring game.
0: Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can pull it out.
1: Maybe like a 17 to 14 or a 24. I'd 21. take it
0: I'd take it. Either way. But we're
1: gonna win and we're gonna go four and
0: Okay. And for people who want to who maybe have listened to the first few episodes of the podcast and would want to listen again after the game, where can they find us? Yeah, Sarah?
1: we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, oh Amazon That's Music, too many. and Audible. Okay. I would have us on Google Podcasts if it wasn't so complicated to get on there. What
0: about Instagram? Don't you have an Instagram? We do.
1: We have multiple social handles, guys. You can tweet us at wsu cougs podcast our tiktok is another cougar podcast our instagram is that's another cougar podcast and we're on youtube also that's another cougar podcast subscribe follow like share tell your friends and thanks so much for listening
0: yes we'll see you or hear from you next week
1: all right y'all go cougs